Blind Living Radio is brought to you by HP Ink and Toner Cartridges, precision engineered to work together with your HP printer. Industries for the Blind presents Blind Living Radio, where you'll hear interesting topics, fun stories, and important news about our blind and visually impaired community. It's time now for Blind Living Radio. Hello, everyone. This is Blind Living Radio, live from the Mobile HP studio at the NIB, NAEPB Convention and Expo. I'm Harley Thomas. And I'm Phil Mason, the blind side of Blind Living Radio. Blind side, sighted side. We're all one, Philip. Well, we're technically two people, I guess. Well, today we doubled the blind side, so I think we, we, we outnumber you today. I am outnumbered. This is very true. We have a very special guest in the studio today. A very, very special guest, the board chair of Vision Corps, Mr. George Tobler. Hi, George. Hi. Hi, guys. How are you doing today? Wonderful. You're enjoying the conference so far? Yeah, it's a great conference. We're learning a lot of things, having a, a great discussion about employment and uh, other opportunities for the blind and vision impaired. So what does Vision Corps do? Vision Corps provides employment opportunities for the blind and vision impaired. We employ over 70 people from line workers all the way up through our CEO. And we also uh, provide rehabilitative services for members of the community. And we're currently in central Pennsylvania. And we serve four counties in that area. I'm all about upward mobility as well as any opportunity that we can provide for a career path for anybody with a, a vision impairment that can be able to, to move in a positive direction, especially with their career, whether it's inside an agency or in the private sector. And, and I think the belief of some employers uh, is that we've got to make all sorts of adaptive technology changes and we have to adapt the work environment for someone that's blind or visually impaired, which is not always true. No, it's not. And you guys are doing some really great things with employment, and that's that's one thing I think all the NIB families share is trying to overcome the 70% unemployment that's out there. Yeah, it. you know, I consider myself to be one of the lucky ones in that 30% range. <laughs> That I, that I do have a job. I'm in the private sector, and I am a an accountant, and I work with numbers all day. I think you're underselling yourself. You're actually the director of financial... Director of financial operations for Clipper Magazine in Mountville, Pennsylvania. One of the cool things about you is that you were an Eagle Scout. Yes. You know, you learned a lot of skills before you even entered college. You I know, thought he was like Nacho Libra. No, I, I didn't. I don't have the the wrestling mask with me anymore. Okay, I, I just wanted I've to since check. Retired George. from that. Yes. So when you were Eagle Scout, were there any adaptations or anything that the scouts had to do differently for you? No, I pretty much went through the program the way that it is, um, and just was. Uh, I think the term is called mainstreamed through the program, um, and I achieved the the rank of Eagle Scout by the time I was seventeen years old. Oh, congratulations! Thank you. Not achieved by. It's achieved by many, but not that many. No, there's uh, not many people that do attain that rank, and uh, I was very lucky to be able to have the support staff around me. What was your What was your Eagle project? I created a nature trail uh, in honor of my pastor at the church who had passed away recent at that time recently, uh, and we dedicated it in his name. It was very fulfilling for me. Very cool. Yeah. I'm and sure it's still there today even. A little overgrown, but yeah, the trees yeah. are a little bigger. That's awesome. Yeah. Nice, nice. And, you know, that was a good transition, and you learned a lot of great skills. That took you on to college, where you earned a degree. Yes, I have a, a degree in accounting and management from Lock Haven University. Go Bald Eagles. I think I need to leave now if we're going to talk accounting, George. <laughs> I might go need to take a nap. 
Well, there's a lot of rules and regulations that surround that. I, that wasn't the only thing I did at college. I was a, uh, I, I actually did some theater there. I was really? an actor uh, as well as I had a radio show myself. So I've dabbled a little in the arts. And so you're going back to your roots, actually, is being Comes part of the circle. show. I'm the outside guy. I've never done radio in my life. I don't know anything about it. First day on the job. It's my first. Every day is my first day on the job because, as you know, you never quite know what you're walking into any given day. No. Every day change. Um, you know, that was pretty much what probably happened to you was experiencing changes when you were a young kid and you found out that your vision is going away. Yeah, I, I, I have a condition called Stargardt's, and it's basically early age-related macular degeneration, and I was forced at a young age to grow up and deal with some, some issues, but you get over those things, you move forward, and just you just live one day at a time and do what you want to do. This is probably a good spot for us to take a real quick break, George, here from our sponsors. We'll be right back. I'm Harley Thomas. You're listening to Blind Living Radio with George Tobler from Vision Corps. And Phil Mason will be right back to hear more about Stargardt's and his history growing up as a blanket. Yeah. George, this has been great. We'll be right back. Thanks for listening to and supporting Blind Living Radio. You can support Industries for the Blind by ordering any of our products from blind-made.com. That's blind-made.com. Blind Living Radio dedicated to enhancing the blind and visually impaired community while enlightening and educating others. BlindLivingRadio.com Hello everyone, welcome back to Blind Living Radio. We are live at the NIB, NAEPB National Conference in Washington, D.C. I'm Harley Thomas. And I'm Phil Mason. We have the pleasure of having Mr. George Toddler with us on... Blind Living Radio. Hi, George. Welcome back, guys. Hey, we're glad to be back. It was a nice little break, though. Yeah, it was fulfilling. I wanted to find a cookie. Someone here at this show is cooking cookies. Baking cookies. Baking, like, fresh wow. cookies. And there's popcorn. I've Are smelled the-, the popcorn. You can't miss that. Is it oh, elves? Are weird. elves making the cookies? Uh, I don't think so. Well, you I know. I think it's someone nicer than an elf. I- I'll check that out after the show. Well, you know, right before the break, we were talking about, you know, Mr. Tobler's history with finding out about blindness. Me, I was born blind due to my albinism, but Mr. Tobler, you jumped into it as a, at a young age. Yeah, and I don't really have that many memories. I have vague memories, but for the most part, you know, my formidable years were with, without, with limited vision. And you just figure out ways to do things. We call, I call them coping mechanisms for lack of a better term, and sure. you just move forward with whatever you're going to do, whether it's using a magnifier or some assistive technology. Uh, we did have computers when I went to college, but those were new things. We did not have the Internet. Yeah, I, you know, you say coping mechanisms. I like to think of it as a toolbox. We all have different tools that we gain yeah. throughout life to help us do our careers, go to school, move forward in upward mobility like you have with your positions being the DFO for Clipper Magazine. George, I have, a, I have a question. How's your site today? Uh, my site today is, well, I am legally blind. Outside of that, uh, I have some age-related, you know, I'm not able to hold the newspaper close enough to read it anymore. I have to use a magnifier. Sure. 
I'm a little uh, more life experienced, shall we say? <laughs> no, no longer in my twenties. Can I use life experienced? You, you may certainly use life experienced. All I right, you can term. use you can use the toolbox one if I can use life experienced. I like Sold. that one a lot. Life Done. experience, fax machines, life before internet. Done. I know nothing of this. You know what, George and I should have done this show without you. You're, you're much. <laughs> you're much too. You don't know about the curly fax machine paper. I'm the eye candy on the radio. Uh, okay. Well, when I was on the radio, we used to have these uh, vinyl discs that we would spin Ooh. around and put a needle on it, and that's how we would play music. Put the needle on the record. Oh, put correct. the needle on the record. It, it was the. It was just the magic behind the scenes of radio. Then. So the laser would read the disc as yeah, it's going no. around. And and that's also when you actually had to be in the studio, not like today where the computer runs everything. Yeah, there was no computer. You were in there running those boards, one record after another. Big questions I have about you is, you know, you were doing college radio. What are you doing with your free time now as a um, professional, a blind professional? What does a... I, I like to travel around. I, I, I'm a very avid lover of music, uh, and I, I do like to go uh, see live concerts. And, like Snoop Dogg? You know, I haven't seen Snoop Dogg yet. I have, I have seen Run DMC, though. Miley Cyrus? I have not seen Miley Cyrus. I was going to say you follow the Grateful Dead. I was going to say you follow the Dead. You know, funny dead. story about that. See? I uh, live in Lancaster, Pennsylvania, and a buddy of mine and I flew out to Chicago on a whim for the Fairly Well Tour, and we got tickets to get in on the Friday night show. Very Chicago. cool. It was Very a great cool. experience. That was wonderful. Was that at this football stadium? That was down at Soldier, Soldier Field. Field? Yes. Sure. Very fun. So, Vision Corps, what are some of the... Um, what are some of the new initiatives you guys are working on? With Well, we recently launched a new product line. We're the first foray into food for NIB. We are packaging rice for the federal government. We're on the procurement list and sending orders out from one of our facilities. And it's pretty much being run totally by blind employees for cool. management down. It's a great project. It took a long time. It took three years to come to market. But we've uh, worked hard. We've gotten there. And we have a great product for NIB to springboard them into more food options down the road. I so, like that. That cuz I think NIB as as a overall agency and all the associated agencies are really trying to move beyond just office supplies and janitorial. With the with the foray into food is very different, tools it was different. Yes. And so there there's a good effort trying to grow employment among the blind. Yeah, and we also have a contract management that we do with the Department of Defense that is all white-collar, and we have an entire office of uh, white-collar blind employees. Can you tell us more about that? Yeah, we get contracts from the government. They get scanned in, and then we call and close them out if there's any money left over. It goes back into the general fund, or they collect on any outstanding debt. Because uh, contracts, there's so many contracts by the government, thousands, tens of thousands of contracts. Right. And at some point, you have to determine, was all the, the contract, money spent. was it all spent? Did they receive what they ordered? Or did they overspend or not spend it? And if they didn't spend it all, that money's kind of sitting in reserve. Right. Th- think of it this way. If you order a battleship or a another type of ship for the Navy... It's not. There's a lot of moving parts to those ships. You mean I can't just buy one of those ships for ninety nine ninety nine? No, you can't just go online. I don't think Amazon. They sell a lot of stuff, but I don't think they sell naval <laughs> ships. I was hoping we just run down to the Great Lakes Naval Base and pick up one or two. Oh man, well, and there are a lot of moving parts because that nuclear reactor on that sub. I don't even have a price on that yet. 
Yeah, I'm not sure where you. I don't know if you have to go through Granger for that. I don't know how you get that. Yeah, IB Supply. That's where you're going to go well, get it yeah. from. IBSupply.com. That's got to be where it's at. Yeah. So it's that whole process of going through what money may still be outstanding, and that's a great white collar job. It really is. There's a couple of different agencies around the U.S. doing it, uh, and it's growing to a, to a point where I think it's been a great fit for people who don't want to be necessarily on a line. Um, there's always line work, but it's a great foray into white-collar work for individuals who have that skill set and want to use it. So what type of technology are you using to make those jobs more blind-friendly? Most of the users are using ZoomText and, and JAWS. Back to our old friends, ZoomText and JAWS. ZoomText and JAWS. You know what? I think we are about out of time, actually, for our show, George. Oh, no. I do. I, I've enjoyed our time together. Unfortunately, we're running out. And you probably have to go back to your booth anyway, don't you? At some point. That's okay, though. That's okay. Well, I would love to spend more time with you, but I think Blind Living Radio, I think we have to sign off from the NIB NAEPB 2015 Expo. You've been listening to Blind Living Radio with George Tobler from Vision Corps in PA. He's an Eagles fan. And Harley Thomas from Industries for the Blind and Philip Mason, Industries for the Blind. We'll catch you guys all next week. Thanks for listening to and supporting Blind Living Radio. You can support Industries for the Blind by ordering any of our products from blind-made.com. That's blind-made.com. Blind Living Radio is brought to you by HP ink and toner cartridges. Precision engineered to work together with your HP printer.